friends, it's Kaya, your friendly neighborhood host of The Warmly Podcast. You're listening to 7-Minute Series, a series of miniature episodes that provides more information about things you'll be hearing about on Warmly. Each of these mini-episodes is no longer than 7 minutes because 7 is the perfect number. Today's 7-Minute Series is on boundaries. As you may recall, the last episodes deal with a situation in which lines were crossed, people were overstepped, and boundaries seemed to be at an all-time low. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's okay, totally normal, and possible to set boundaries on the fly, even if you feel like you've had little to no time to think about it. Most of what I'm going to share with you today is from my own personal experience, but I'm backing myself up here with some quotes and tidbits from one of my favorite books on boundaries called Boundaries, When to Say Yes, How to Say No to Take Control of Your Life. This was actually written by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend back in 1992 when I was approximately two slash three years old. And let me tell you, a lot of the content here has truly bettered with age. Before we get too far, I wanted to remind you that you can and should keep in touch. Warmly is online and you can learn more at warmlypod.com. We actually have a newsletter and blog called Lately. To subscribe, visit warmlypod.com slash subscribe. You can always shoot me a message at hello at warmlypod.com. Okay, so one of the biggest misconceptions about boundaries is that setting them equals being selfish. And furthermore, that being selfish is a bad thing. We hear it all the time in the context of work, but the only person who cares the most and is invested the most in your career is you. Your mentors care, sure, but ultimately you are the one who has the biggest vested interest in its success. In the same vein, personal boundaries are like saying, I care about how I operate, I care about how others operate when they're around me, and as such, I'd like to set some ground rules here. Setting boundaries is like saying that you value yourself and would like others to value your time, your skills, your presence, and everything else that you bring to the table. There is no shame in setting boundaries, and in fact, not setting them is something that I will save for a whole other day. Another misconception about boundaries is that this is a one-time thing, like a PSA or a press release that reaches everyone in your audience at the same time. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Uh, That would be super easy though. Much like human relationships, boundaries are quite unique and they can be fluid and iterative. What I mean by that is that they're both macro and micro boundaries. A macro boundary might be something that I don't tolerate in any of my relationships, but a micro boundary might be something that I tolerate in some relationships, but not others. You can and will evolve in your relationships and oftentimes through periods of life changes or one or both parties can and should evaluate to figure out if additional boundaries ought to be set or maybe some of those lines need to be reconfigured figured. Okay, so here are the three things that you need to think about the next time that you need to visualize, verbalize, or roll out the red carpet on some last minute boundaries when you do not have much time to do it. One, the authors of boundaries talk about this idea of sowing and reaping in relationships. So the concept is simple. If someone overspends, just as an example, their funds are going to be limited or non-existent for other life-sustaining expenses, which then may force them to rely on others and help them pay for some of their bills. The idea of sowing and reaping is that each of us can and should be responsible for, i.e. reaping, that which is directly responding to what we sow. How often or for how long can the person who overspends actually look to others to help make ends meet? It's important while walking into a conversation or a situation in which the boundaries are undefined that you do not allow your words or actions to take up for or prevent natural consequences from happening. Number two, 
Setting boundaries or speaking with the understanding that there are boundaries in place may actually upset people. And upsetting people is not avoidable. And you have to be okay with that. So many of us are addicted to the high of being accommodating that we lose ourselves in the mix. We forget what it is that we need to grow, what we need to survive, what we need to thrive. And a lot of that can be boiled down to our willingness to build boundaries around things that we need, not the things that people think that they need from us. Finally, understand that while you can and should be equipped to make and set agile boundaries on the fly, there is a very real need to make calculated and defined boundaries proactively versus from a place of reacting to people or relationships or situations. So as you go forward with these three understandings, don't forget to use these considerations to help you reflect on how to set and keep boundaries on your own. I have two statements and reminders that I'd like for you to keep in your back pocket the next time you walk into a conversation where the boundaries are unclear or undefined. One, ask people what their words mean. Your perception of their intended message is not always going to be perfectly aligned with how you receive it. With that being said, ask as many clarifying questions as you need. I believe that asking clarifying questions around their message will help deepen your mutual understanding and mutual respect. It can and will help them also to feel like their needs are heard and understood understood wholly as you evaluate your involvement or response. The second thing is ask people for time. Healthy relationships and even those teetering on unhealthy can and should allow for time when the waves are high or towering. Whether you are in immediate distress or not, you are always allowed to ask for time to think about how to proceed. If you are not granted this gift of time as any good, helpful, and respectful relationship should be, I think that that is also kind of a consideration that you need to take into account. That's it for today, folks. In case you forgot, I'm your host, Kaya, and this, of course, is Warmly. Warmly needs you. To submit an idea, story, or letter, visit warmlypod.com slash talk. Otherwise, you can actually share your own story and be a guest on the Warmly podcast by visiting warmlypod.com slash my story. I cannot wait to hear from you.